0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Dagey.
1: And I'm your co host, Drew Dagey. Welcome to episode 141 of Spur of the Moment.
0: Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost one and it wasn't even close to the New Orleans Pelicans. The score was 119 to 84. That was a brutal beatdown uh, at the hands of the Pelicans. So I knew the Pelicans were good. Uh, But we were missing some guys and just came up really, really short. That drops the Spurs' overall record to 19 and 53. Mm. 19 wins, 53 losses. And uh, coming down the home stretch of the season, pretty much solidified in that third lottery position. But, uh... You know, this game had a lot of uh, new faces, a really weird starting lineup. What were your thoughts, Drew?
1: Yeah, a really bad game. Season low in points with 84 and absolutely got demolished. Didn't shoot well at all. A lot of people had bad nights, literally probably had career low nights. Our shooting percentage was 34% and our three-point percentage was 31. Terrible shooting night that's okay, we were doing this to teams in the early 2000s. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know, you're right. And it was, that's how it was at the the heyday for the Spurs, and now we're on the other side of that, and it's a big piece of humble pie for the San Antonio Spurs nation, but it is what it is. Um, We actually, you know, I was just looking at the turnover deal. We actually turned the ball over less than our opponents and still lost by that much, so that's kind of crazy. But uh, anyway, we're going to listen to some words from – One of our favorite uh, new Spurs and the hardest name to pronounce on the team, Sandro mamouk in his post-game interview.
2: Um, I think the approach is the same. We had a really good walkthrough today, a film, um, game plan. I feel like, though the guys are missing, we still want to try to be as competitive as possible and play as hard as possible, play together, so... You know, but you know, we know we're down a couple of guys, so it won't be as fluid sometimes, but we just got to keep going, keep figuring out, keep trusting each other, and then the rest, I feel like it's going to take care of itself. You know, you never know the outcome, but I feel like when you battle and you play hard, just everything is much better than it should be. In- Individually, do you look at it as an opportunity to play on the defensive shoulder? Of course. You know, um, it's a competitive league, so when somebody gives you an opportunity, you want to take it. And... You know, today, like I'm so blessed. I was I started for the second time, uh, and I had an opportunity to go out there and, and play free, uh, make some mistakes, but learn from my mistakes and uh, play around the guys. And you know, um, I think it's a great opportunity for me to showcase what I can. So, it, like, I'm thankful and blessed. You know, uh, as I said, our outcome was not what we wanted, but you know, going out there and playing and, and learning is is very important for me. So
0: that's Sandro and uh you know he had a really good game for the spurs which brings me to our top two bottom two and i'm gonna start and take the top two tonight um but i i had as my number one i had uh sandro mamu kelashvili and uh he just had a really good game for them i like that he got the start and took advantage of the start uh he finished out with 20 points he was three of six shooting three-point land and he had five rebounds and three assists And by the way, he also chipped in three steals, which I thought was big. So a great overall night for Sandro. My number two on my uh, top two was uh, Trey Jones. Trey Jones had a good night, in my opinion. He had 15 points, five boards, eight assists. Ended up shooting seven of 13 overall uh, from the field. And uh, he also chipped in a steal. So, Trey Jones had a great game, and, and Sandro did. That's my top two. Drew?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that top two. There's really an easy top two tonight. But actually, no, I forgot I changed it. So, I'm wrong. My bad. But my number one on the top two was Mamou Really, He really deserves this 20 points, shooting 7 of 14 from the field and 3 of 6 from the three-point line, five rebounds, three assists. Like you said, I'm not going to go too in-depth, but a great game from Kelly Khaliswethi, my second on the top two. I went with Kade Bates Diop. He had 12 points, perfect. Three, three of three from the field, and two of two from the three-point line, and that's about it. That's my top two.
0: All right. Well, now it's time to get to the bottom two, and I realized we didn't do our tankathon segment earlier, but we'll uh, do that after we do the bottom two. My bottom two was Romeo Langford and. Romeo had a rough night. He put up a big goose egg on the scoreboard and uh, no points for him, which, you know, that's just uncharacteristic of, of really anybody in the NBA. He just had a he had a bad night. He was 0 of 6 shooting. So Romeo was my number one on my bottom two. My number two was Malachi Branham and just a bad, bad shooting night. And I really debated hard on uh, Malachi and Blake uh, Wesley. But Malachi just a one of seven shooting from three point land. That's not him, nor is a two of eleven. But I think you're gonna see this trend, and I'll I'll speak more on this probably in the coming episodes, is just a wear and tear on the younger guys of a full NBA season. You gotta understand in college they're playing thirty games a year, and this is now we're in the seventies of games, so they've more than doubled what they they play typical college season plus you got guys that are 19 and 20 and 21 years old so uh anyway malachi was my number two on my bottom two drew who were yours
1: yeah there was a like six guys that you could choose from the bottom two in this one a really bad night but my number one on the bottom two i went with mr blake wesley who came off the bench got 19 minutes but shot one of seven from the field and zero of one from the three-point line with three turnovers and two points. More turnovers and points, you're almost guaranteed to be on my bottom two. My second on the bottom two, give me Dominic Barlow, who also over five from the field and zero points, and that's he's my bottom two. So that's my two.
0: All right. Well, now we're going to move on to our tank-a-thon segment, and we're going to see where it lands tonight. The Spurs. Obviously, you know by now, if you've listened to our show enough, the Spurs are in the bottom three, and those bottom three teams all have the same lottery odds of getting that number one pick, and then they drop, obviously, as it goes on you know from there. But uh, anyway, the Spurs are number three, and it seems to be a lock. It's not officially locked yet, but it, it seems like that's kind of where we're going to lay for the lottery night, which is creeping up in May. But let's do our mock draft for tonight. And tonight, the Spurs drop to number five. If they got the number five pick, Drew, who do you think it would be?
1: Yep, who do I think it would be? I think it's going to be Ozier Thompson at the number five spot. But it's a debate between um, Ozier Thompson and what's his name? nick smith jr but Nick, you can watch nick smith jr tonight if y'all want to but i think austere thompson is going to be our player
0: yeah i think that's a good pick and he's one of the two twins i'm in an Alcer thompson and we've talked about him before but uh he's the same six foot seven 207 pounds but Oscar thompson apparently is a little better defender Uh, based on the scouts, so um, just maybe can't do as many things, but I think he's a better defender and a better shooter from three-point land. I just think uh, Amon probably creates a little more, So, or from what I can gather. All right, so now it's time for the question of the day. Drew, what do you got for the question?
1: Yes, I have the question from Kobe in San Antonio, Texas. His question asks, Is this the worst starting five the San Antonio Spurs have put out
0: in the 2022-2023 season. Hmm. So let's go over the starting lineup good for pleasure. the Spurs. That is a good question. Here's starting uh, power forward Sandro Mamukelashvili, Kade Bates Diop, Trey Jones, Romeo Langford, and Malachi Branham. So there was no uh, Keldon Johnson. There was no Devin Vassell. There was no Jeremy Sohan. Um, so. I'm going to take this one first, if that's if that's all right, or yeah, do you I'll want to take, take it? Next, okay, start. I most definitely think this is our worst starting lineup. And I think it's one that would rival uh, a lot of G League lineups. Yeah. I, <laughs> I really do. I think uh, there's not. I mean, Sandro obviously got cut by the Bucks. Kata Bates Diop was an end of roster guy who's made himself into a decent role player for the Spurs. Trey Jones is a, really a backup point guard that he's starting as a point guard, and then Romeo Langford is a backup guard as well that was forced to start. And then Malachi Branham, a guard that I think will be a starter in the future for the Spurs, but he's still only 19 years old. So that goes with my thought of this would rival the G League uh, starting five for a lot of teams. Uh, Drew, what about you?
1: Yeah, I think there's literally only one starter that's been a starter for most of the year. Trey Jones, but he's been hurt lately. He's been coming back from an injury. I do agree. uh, Probably the G League Ignite would most likely beat us. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. With Scoo (laughs) Henderson. But I would agree. I think this is our worst starting five of the season. And it proves because we had a season low in points and turned the ball over a lot. So that's my take.
0: 100%. Okay. So... With that being said, it's now time to recap another season similar to this. Back in 1997, the year that we got Tim Duncan, this was the year the Spurs were really struggling and we were rewarded with the number one pick in the draft. And I hope that strikes again. On March 21st, 1997, the San Antonio Spurs lost an overtime game to the Sacramento Kings by a score of 114-110. to That dropped the Spurs' record to 16-51 and 51 overall. Pretty comparable with what, what's going on in this season. Our record as of this recording is 19-53. and 53. Um, So very similar record-wise. Uh, the Sacramento Kings were led by Mitch Richmond, who led them with 28 points. But the Spurs had some scores themselves. The human highlight reel, Dominique Wilkins, had 31 points that night. Vinny Del Negro, on three of four shooting from three-point land, had 25 points that night. And uh, Corey Alexander chipped in with 16 points and 11 assists. And Vernon Maxwell had 16 points to round out your double-digit scores. That was March 21st, 1997, and that is this day in Spurs history as we ended up getting the number one pick in the draft that year. All right. Now it's time to preview the upcoming game. Drew, who is the Spurs' next opponent, and what can you tell us about him?
1: Yeah, our next opponent is the Milwaukee Bucks, who in my personal opinion, I think they're the best team in the NBA. I don't know what everybody else thinks about that, but they've just been streaking lately. They have won like eighteen, like 17 games out of their last 20. They're really good. They have a really good roster with really good defense, starting off with Deionis, who's averaging 31 points per game. 11 rebounds and 5 assists. He's the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. Drew Holiday, who's averaging 19 points, 7 assists. Brooke Lopez, who's averaging 15 points, 6 rebounds. Chris Middleton, who hasn't even been healthy, he's averaging 14 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. And a lot of just role players. Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, Carter, Connington, and Joe Ingles. I think this team is the best in the NBA.
0: All right. Well, there's a high tag tonight, and uh, it's hard hard for me to argue with that one. I, I do think the Bucks are really talented. Giannis Antetokounmpo is phenomenal. He's just a great player to watch, and he's got a great attitude. I really like him. I kind of hope that's what uh, – if if old Vic and yama comes to the Spurs, I hope that's what he develops into except, you know, five inches taller. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely a, a solid team. My prediction – for this one is uh, I've got the Bucks winning by 22 points over the Spurs. I think it's not even gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a tough game for the Spurs. I have a feeling we'll still be missing some starters. My player to go off, uh, he's been the man of this show, is uh, Sandro Mamu I think he's going to have another strong outing against his former team, the Milwaukee Bucks, that he played with at the start of this season. So I think he's going to have a good night against his former team, but I think the Bucks are going to win by 22. What about you, Drew?
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a tough game to win. I think we're going to lose this game by 19. I really don't think we have much of a chance here. And my player to go off will be Trey Jones in this one, so – that's my player to go off, and that's my prediction.
0: All right, well, that brings a wrap to this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast, March 21st episode, and uh, number 141. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please?
1: Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!